Someone once said, switch your mentality from I'm broken and helpless to I'm growing and healing and watch how your life changes for the better. And we couldn't agree more. This is Just Now. This is Just Now. A show about self-discovery, your life journey, and helping heal old wounds, create a new mindset, and a new way of thinking. Real, Real, raw, and 100% honest. This is Just Now, and here's your host, Joshua J. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Just Now podcast. My name is Joshua J, your host for this episode and every episode (laughs) from here on out. Um, All right. So last week we talked about the five stages of burnout. And what I really want to do is bring like a conscious awareness to really what is happening within burnout and some symptoms or some effects that that may be being caused. So very first thing is one thing that you get to is in stage or phase three of burnout is the chronic stress phase. And in normal everyday life, we have stresses that go come and go, right? We can go up or down and our body can adjust for it. Chronic stress, on the other hand, is when we have these stressors coming into our lives. And after the stressor has removed itself, our body is still in that flight or fight mode. It is still fighting to, to, try, to try to get back to its equilibrium, but it cannot. So, and then that's when you enter the chronic stress phase. And so what I really want to do is highlight some of the things that happens when your body stays in chronic stress. But before, let me give you a little bit of some examples of what may be causing stress in your life that may not even be job related. Um, You could have some type of changes in your marital status. Maybe you're getting married and or getting a divorce. Both of these can cause stress in your life. Maybe you have a birth of a, a child going on or an addition to the family, an adoption. A lot of these things can cause stress. Uh, maybe you're having some type of problems in your relationship with your family members, uh, maybe a death of a loved one or something like that. These are all stressors that could be coming into your life in a family environment. Maybe you're having some financial stressors, such as having money problems. Maybe you had um, some difficulty securing maybe like food or housing or um, maybe bills to be paid. These are all stressors that can affect you in the financial sense of things. Maybe there's some big moves you're doing in your life, such as maybe you're going to school or maybe you're starting a new job or starting at a new location of some sort. Maybe you're just pivoting right now, uh, moving from state to state or city to city, things of that nature. These are some kind of stressors that are happening normally in in life. And then maybe there's health uh, issues going on, such as critical or severe or serious illnesses. Um, Maybe you are transitioning from one stage of life to the next. So for example, my ladies, when you go from um, pre-menopausal to menopausal, I don't know what you guys call that stage, but before menopause and then after or doing. Maybe there's some physical conditions that is causing some health concerns. Maybe there's rate a rate a rise in your cortisol levels. Um, and then lastly, maybe there's just 
some things that are just naturally occurring every day. For example, commuting back and forth to work or just leaving the home trying to go get food and having to deal with rush hour traffic. Um, maybe there's just other commitments that you are having. But then last but not least, you can have stressors in the work in, in your working lifestyle, right? You could be losing a job. You could be retiring. You could be starting a new position or role. You could be having difficulties with maybe a manager or a peer at work. You could be able, uh, might not be not able to find a job. These are all normal stressors that will affect you. And so when we think about stress and then chronic stress, Chronic stress can be in any form. It can be of emotions. It can be mental. It could be physical. It could be relational. It could be location. It could be based on where you are, maybe the environment that you're in. There are so many different ways that stress comes and goes in our life that let's just say for the sake of this podcast, that stress is all around us. Stress is everywhere. And so what happens when your body stays in chronic stress? What happens when you can't get out of the environment, regardless of the environment that it's in? Well, there are some things such as fatigue, such as insomnia, such as uh, sadness, anger, or irritability. Let's talk on just a little bit of those for a minute. Stress can cause fatigue, and that fatigue can also lead to depression or anxiety. You can also have um, dis- uh, difficulties with your actual like stomach. For example, stress can cause pain. It can cause bloating. It could cause diarrhea or, con- or constipation. It could cause changing your appetite, how you're eating. It can change. It can cause changes in your gut bacteria, which affects your mood. This is one of the main reasons why I always offer my clients who are dealing with job burnout. We got to start focusing on our health and our wellness. You got to start really focusing on the nutritional substances that you're putting in your body. You got to start focusing on eating well. You got to start focusing on supplementation. You got to really get an understanding of how. Being a part or in the stages of burnout, especially phase three through five, you are you've you've done some damage inside of your body. And in order to fix that, in order to correct that, you got to start doing internal work. So let's move on to some other things that happen. Difficult sleeping. You maybe you have some aches and pains. You have some illnesses or infections created in the body. Maybe you're stress eating. Maybe you are having some reproductive issues or sexual issues such as reduced sex drive, erectile dysfunction. Um, Maybe the production of sperm or eggs is decreasing or not not producing. You could have menstrual changes. You could have... um, pregnancy issues, things of that nature. Stress can cause a lot of different things to happen. What I want to hit on is alcohol or substance abuse. You can have heart disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, vulnerability to illnesses. You could even lead yourself into death. There can be many, many forms of why stress is actually happening and how you're controlling it. It could be job dissatisfaction. It could be a poor quality of just your overall health and wellness, your care. It could lead to many professional mistakes. Maybe you are in a critical role or you have some key responsibilities that if you if you can't focus correctly, if your mind isn't, if you are just stressed to the max, you could be making mistakes that could potentially be causing lives to be in danger. You could be 
causing your own life to be danger. For example, maybe you're chronically stressed right now and you are driving to and from work and maybe your commute is 30 minutes or so, but then with rush hour traffic, it turns into 45 minutes to an hour. And because of the stress, you're not sleeping well. So you're very tired behind the wheel. Being tired behind the wheel because of the stress and then commuting to work could also lead to an accident. You could fall asleep behind the wheel. Maybe you could pass out behind the wheel. There are so many things that can happen to you when stress is controlling your life. And so what I want to really, really do with this episode is one, just bring awareness to it. But then two, let's talk about a little bit more of the effects and how we can treat them. So I've already suggested that your you could eventually lead to type 2 diabetes. You could have a whole lot of mental health um, issues such as anxiety, such as depression. Um, this the the amount of stress in your body could make you success could make you more sub. I can't even say the word, y'all. More open to diseases of some sort, such as cancer. You could have substance use disorder. What I can tell you from my experience is once I removed myself from the stressor or the stress environment that I was in within corporate America, I stopped drinking. It was very easy. It was, I shouldn't say very easy. That That is downplaying the amount of work that it takes on my sobriety journey, but it was not as difficult for me to remove alcohol out of my life after I removed myself out of the environment that was causing stress. And obviously I went through all five stages of burnout to the point that burnout became my life. I was emptying my soul from a very empty place and having having any type of disorder, I'm gonna break it or or dis-ease, disorder and or dis-ease. When you break those words in two, you get dis and then whatever the second word is. So for like dis-ease, you get dis on one side and then ease. So the separation of ease or the separation of order, right? And when you are a person who is outside of order or outside of ease, you're inviting yourself to be sick. You're inviting yourself to be stressed. You're inviting to in, uh, inviting problems into your life instead of being solution-focused or solution-oriented. So with that being said, how can we pay attention and how can we help each other? How can we improve this? How can we bring awareness to this? Well, one thing is is, is becoming physically fit. I know that a lot of quote unquote Americans don't like to work out and that's okay. But physical being physically active can be one of the number one ways, solutions to improve your lifestyle. It can make changes and help combat the stress levels that may be too high for yourself. Getting enough sleep. A lot of us, we have this toxic work ethic where, oh, we're going to burn the midnight oil all the time. And as much as I would love people to burn the midnight oil and, you know, crush it all day, there is a recovery period that your body needs to go through. And that is done when you are getting good quality sleep. So if you are a person who is stressed to the max, right? These two things alone, scheduling yourself to be in the bed to get eight hours of sleep. So maybe you get in the bed nine hours or nine and a half hours. Um, and then you fall asleep an hour later and you get a good quality night's rest or day's rest, however your schedule is. And then when you wake up, maybe 
Do something that's physically active. Maybe go on a walk for 10 or 15 minutes. Get outside, move your body, and then allow those two things first to start combating stress. And then what I always talk about a lot on this podcast is learning how to relax your mind, body, and soul. You got to do things that are going to bring your whole self back to back to center, back to calmness, back to a relaxing state. Some things that you can do is deep breathing. Some things you can do is meditating, relaxing, prayer, yoga, working out. All of these things are very relaxing things to help reduce the amount of stress in your life. Um, what else? There are, obviously you could seek professional help. I hope if you're experiencing burnout, you are seeking professional help from a psychotherapist, a therapist, um, a licensed professional therapist, a doctor, you know, people who are degree to really help bring attention to what you are experiencing. Now, you may ask the question, Josh, I hear you with all of this. I hear that, you know, these are the different stages of burnout and maybe I am experiencing experiencing one of these stages, or maybe I am in a place where I can recognize that I am, I, I have insomnia or I have fatigue, or I am definitely u- using substances or abusing substances to cope with, or maybe I do have high blood pressure or type two diabetes, or maybe I am contemplating, you know, taking my life or, or more harming other people. Listen, I am not a doctor and, or, or therapist, but I invite you to bring awareness to the, the stages of burnout. And instead of trying to win the most awarded trophy in the office, recognize that you cannot give 150% 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all the time. If you decide to do something like that, if you're always on call, if you're always the one piling on extra to your workload, if you're all the one, always the one stepping up to the plate, if you're the one that everybody always comes to, you are my friend experiencing burnout in some form of fashion. If it's not in the workplace, it's in your relationships. If it's not in your relationships, it's with your with your children. If it's not with your children, it's with yourself. It is it is burnout is showing up in some way form or fashion in your life to the point that it is causing more harm than it is doing good. Bring awareness to your workload. Bring awareness to what you are saying yes to. If you are saying yes more than you're saying no, what you're ultimately doing is training people around you to be dependent on you. And you're also training yourself to never say yes to you because you're always saying yes to other people. That that's probably one of the biggest things, recommendations I could probably offer you is start practicing saying no. And if you're in a position or a place in life where people are coming to you and you can't say no, start learning to negotiate. Start learning to say, hey, I have X, Y, and Z on my plate already. I would love to do this as well, but I don't see how I can fit this into my schedule. Would you like to take some of this off my plate? And I'll be more than happy to bring this on or can this wait until X, Y, and Z date until I can finish X, Y, and Z project? You got to start really prioritizing yourself, especially your self-care. And this doesn't mean, when I say self-care, it doesn't mean go out and spend a whole lot of money. What can you do that brings joy to your life every single day? For me, that's going outside for 10 or 15 minutes. That's me going to the gym and working out. That's me texting five people and telling them how much I love them that day. 
you know, these are the small things that I am filling up my own bucket so my bucket can be overflowing and then I can go and help other people. Where where are you filling up your own bucket? Where are you getting that support um, from, from maybe your social circle or your, your family or your friends? Did you know, and this is really funny, I did not know that when you increase stress in your life, especially when you're in the chronic stress phase, which again is the third phase of for third phase of burnout, besides increasing a consumption or abusing substances, you increase caffeine. People drink more sodas, more coffee because they're stressed, not because they actually enjoy the flavor. They may say that, but one of the conditions of chronic stress is increased caffeine consumption. Also, another thing that is increased is escapist activities. For example, people will do things to get away from stress. For example, they will go to bars. They will go to happy hours. They will take long lunches to get away from the environment, especially in the workplace, that is causing stress. This also applies to chronic stress in any form of your life, whether it be your relationships, your family, associates, friends, your social environment as a whole, you will do things to get out of activities that call you stress and you will go and replace that with other activities that probably aren't good for you. Um, another thing that I want to bring awareness to is the effect that chronic stress and burnout will have on your day-to-day life. You will start either wanting to seclude yourself harm yourself, remove yourself from environments or groups or settings because you are going to develop this desire to be to yourself. You're trying to recover, but you don't have the actual tools to do so, or you're remaining in a stressful environment. Now, what I'm going to say next, you may not like, but I want to share this. What I teach people on is how to create an exit strategy. Yes, it's an exit strategy from their current environment. Yes, it's an improvement to their life. Yes, it is putting boundaries in place. But y'all, sometimes you got to remove yourself from the environments that are causing harm harm to yourself. Let me give y'all a little example. Last year, I was working full-time for an employer, which is one of the, the major airlines in the world, right? And I did not realize how much stress was being caused and in, in impacting me. I knew some days were bad. I knew some days I didn't want to get out of bed. I knew some days I was arguing with my husband just because like, Everything was irritating or, you know, the irritability factor kept going up and up and up. Everything would irritate me. And it wasn't until last month that I realized exactly how the stress was affecting my life, how the burnout had become me, how the environment that I was in was literally sucking me dry, no matter how much I was investing into myself, because I was in therapy and I was going to therapy I don't know, every two weeks, maybe sometimes on a weekly basis when things were were getting really bad, that nothing else helped. I don't care how many supplements I took. I didn't care how, how, how often I worked out. I was just so depleted because of the environment that I was in. And what I want to invite you to do is to check out, are you in an environment 
that is causing you harm to yourself. Stress, especially chronic stress, can be a silent killer. Again, it can lead to death. And the reason why I'm harping so much on chronic stress and burnout is because I want to make sure that you are very well educated on how burnout is truly affecting your livelihood. And most people will be like, I like the job, but I hate the people. Or I strongly dislike my coworkers or I strongly dislike my boss. That is a toxic environment to be in. And the reason why, again, I keep harping on the workplace is because we spend a quarter of our week in these places. We spend a minimum of 25% of our weekly allotted time in the workplace. This is a fourth of your week. The other fourth, I'm sure, is going to sleep. And then the other half is mixed up between family and social commitments and free time and all that. But you are spending a quarter of your week in the workplace. And if you are not in a happy, loving, giving environment, and you're in the opposite of that toxic, it's taking you down, it's causing stress, you don't need to be in that environment anymore. And I understand that, you know, once you start considering leaving or removing yourself from the environment, it gets very scheduled. It gets very scary. It gets to a place where you start second guessing and you're like, man, it's okay. I can do this another 10 years. It's okay. I can suck it up and I can earn my retirement and blah, 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 blah. Is the benefits worth the pay? Is it is the, the reward of retirement, of having a paycheck, of having benefits, et cetera, is that more important than your own livelihood? Because if you decide to stay in an environment that's so stressful, that's so toxic, that's so consuming of your time and energy, you could be dead tomorrow. And that's not to try to make or exaggerate things. Chronic stress, chronic burnout, when burnout becomes your lifestyle, will eventually lead to the death of you. If it's not the death of you, it's the death of death of your circles. It's the death of your friendships. It's the death of your, your social life. It's the death of your connections to your family or your children or your spouse. Their death comes in many forms and fashions. It's the death of your spirituality. It's a death in, in, in your faith. Most important, what I want to bring awareness to during this episode is get aware of where you currently are on the spectrum from honeymoon phase to burnout as your life become very aware of where you are and then let's connect let's let's talk about how to get you from whatever phase you are in burnout to a thriving energy filled loving caring life for yourself if that is what you want now some people probably don't want that and i i feel sorry for those people who may not want that who may not who may feel as if it's more important to have the soul sucked out of you, your energy sucked out of you, your livelihood sucked out of you and remain in a place that will pay you pennies on the dollar instead of choosing to invest into yourself, invest into your wellness, invest into your health. So that's all I have for today. Um, one other thing that I would like to leave you guys with is start reading more and more and more about gut health. Even though I'm discussing burnout in, in the workplace and the phases of burnout and chronic stress, you can really start doing improving things to your body, your mind, your soul. If you start really reading about the science behind your gut microbiome, your gut brain access, your gut health overall, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of doctors and pharmacists and I listen to a lot of mental wellness podcasts as well. 
And one podcast that I would strongly recommend or one area I would strongly recommend investing in is in the gut-brain axis. Really truly learn about how your gut is being affected and how you can improve your gut to overall improve the quality of life that you have. If you have any questions, please feel free to send me an email or find me on any social media platform because behind the scenes, even though I do have the podcast, there is a full line of supplements that I love to promote and recommend to you even if you're still in the workplace, you know, I coach people on how to create their exit strategy outside of those toxic environments. But what I also can do is help those within the workplace that may be experiencing phases of burnout or stress or chronic stress or things of that nature to start helping them improving from the inside out. Maybe right now isn't a good time for you to jump out of the environment that you're in. And I understand that it wasn't a good time ever really for me to jump out of the environment because I always needed to make sure that I had some type of paycheck to make sure that my bills were taken care of. And that's beautiful. But also in conjunction with maybe staying in that environment for a little bit longer, you can start working on your mental wellness. You can start working on your mental and physical health. And if so, I want to help you as much as possible. I want to share recommendations at least for you to start looking into. So if that is something that interests you, please shoot me an email, please shoot me a DM and I'll definitely send those recommendations out to you. So that is it for this week's episode. Um, Hopefully anyone listening to this podcast episode or anyone that you share this podcast episode is not experiencing any stages of the burnout. But if they are, my love and light goes directly to you. Just know that there is a better way. I was where you were. The I was where you are probably now. And I just want you to see that there's a way of getting out of it. There's a way of discovering your joy, your love, your light. And there's a way of actually, you know, not having to worry about your bills being paid and, and, and start focusing on the things that you really want to do in life, whether that's travel, spend more time with your children, spend more time with your spouse, spend more time with your family or your friends, or just spend more time with you. There's a better way out there. So as always, my name is Joshua J. I hope this podcast resonated with you. And if it did, share it with two friends. If it did not, leave a comment, leave a five-star review and tell me uh, what what value you got from this. I would love to hear more from you guys. As always, I hope y'all have a beautiful week and enjoy this episode. Ciao. You've been listening to Just Now. Our passion is to support others in their life journey and self-discovery, helping heal old wounds, helping to create a new mindset and a new way of thinking. We hope you've gotten some useful information from the show, and we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find Jay on TikTok and YouTube at Joshua J Just Now. And to reach out, send an email to Joshua J Just Now at gmail.com. Remember, healing isn't pretty, but the other side is beautiful.